film taxation, but we're here for a real education. So yeah, that they, they do the whole war, and Pippin's like, uh, that was weird and freaky, and I didn't like it. Maybe I should just run off to the countryside. <laughs> and so, maybe no more war. Yeah. So next vignette is his grandma. Martha Ray getting to sing. Um, oh shoot! Now I'm blanking on it. Because uh, they even bring out they the bring words. out the the thing with the the thing. Take a little time. Uh, simple joys. Nope, it's not simple nope. joys. <laughs> I uh, should have written it down. I didn't think I'd need to. I did this show. Normally, I can remember all of them in order. Anyway. No time at all. That's it. Yeah. In just no time yep, at it. all. Yeah. It's a cute little number. And it's mostly an excuse to have an older woman sing a cute little song right. with, with young hot men backing her up. And then make dirty jokes. Yeah. Make a lot of dirty jokes. Make a lot of dirty jokes, which is appropriate because the next thing that happens after that, Pippin's like, you're right, I should enjoy the simple joys. I should just live simply oh, and see what oh, comes. Also, before, before we move on from No Time at All... That is the role that <laughs> Irene uh, Ryan. Irene Ryan played, and until like she played that until she had a stroke, and like that was her last thing she pretty much did before she died. Wow. Um, how much would you have liked to have seen right? Granny yeah. from oh the God. fucking Beverly Hillbillies sing that fucking number? Oh, it's time to start living. Time to only yeah. with that Granny voice. Oh, yeah. it's time to start living. Time to get going with the joys you're given. Oh, it would have been delightful. <laughs> Tiny yeah. little woman. Oh, I bet it was. Yeah, and that's the other different. Yeah, because she's very. She's short. She's really. She's thin, she's tiny framed, like mm-hmm. uh but what's her name? The Martha play? Ray. Martha Ray is a much larger framed woman. Mm-hmm. She's dressed in like kind of flowy things that kind of bulk her out a little bit too. So she looks more like a um I don't know. A walking tent. <laughs> kind of, yeah. And like what you think of when you think of like kind of a uh like what I think of when I think of like my grandmother, like kind of Big heavy arms that just you just want her to hold you, oh, squishy, <laughs> and not like a little tiny frail like little thin lady, which would have been so delightful to see her doing that. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. it's very two. I imagine two very different takes on uh, that song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just wanted I want to hear Granny from the Beverly Hillbillies like make dick jokes like yeah. also yes also that. Um, so then the next, immediately following on, like, she leaves the stage and Pippin's like, I should just enjoy life. Ooh, women. And then it (laughs) immediately goes into With You, which is a beautiful love song (laughs) that if you just heard the love song, you'd be like, what a beautiful love song. I have no idea what the lyrics are because I could not focus on that. (laughs) Yeah. Not Um, not the uh, centerpiece. Uh, we did, uh, my choir in high school did selections from Pippin, and we did with you. <laughs> and since none of us had ever seen the show, we had no idea, like, this was an orgy song. <laughs> because So we just sang it, and we're like, what a pretty love song. <laughs> my days are brighter than morning air. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
to dance in my dreams, to shine when I need the sun with you, to hold me when dreams are done. So the way it opens is a woman comes on. I don't remember exactly how it's staged, but like a woman comes on stage essentially. And he's like smitten with her and starts saying, he's like with, then he sees another woman. He's like with, like slaps her hand away. Basically he's like with you and goes to the next woman. Excuse me. And he goes to her and then like, get off me. I'm going to go to that one. And then, Oh, I love the one that's like gripping his hand. He's just like shoves it away. (laughs) And then he's talking to the one and the other one grabs. This is the best one from behind. (laughs) Like wraps her arm around his thigh from behind. And he's just like, Whoa, (laughs) while he's singing. That's some blind grasping. And I'm sure things were grabbed on multiple occasions. (laughs) One of those nights. Yeah. She got a little too hot um, for sure. And then he's surrounded by like five women and he's just like singing to them and lovely. And then it goes from that, it, it transitions into the dance part, which is one of the women who. Before can, the dance, my favorite part when they're all, they're like posed up together is that there's two women who basically have their heads behind his butt and then like they both stand up. <laughs> it looks like they're coming out of his butt and it's hilarious. <laughs> because I'm. A, I'm a teenage boy and You're think that shit's great. Well, and then there's the one with the puffball pants and the cowboy hat that's right. That's well, That's what I was gonna say. Like yeah. that's the transition into yeah. the dance number. Is what had been sensual. Yeah. Now takes a, an immediate <laughs> turn to weirdly graphic. Yeah. But odd. And so, still sexy in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's uh, he's down on all fours because the women are all draped around him, and, mm-hmm. it, and it didn't look weird that he was on all fours. But they all get up, and the woman behind him straddles him and proceeds to ride him like a horse mm-hmm. in slow motion. And that's the first thing that happens in the dance break, and you're just like, wait, what? Yeah. And... Then the trio start dancing, and that's when Mike was like, oh, this is some frug shit happening now. <laughs> yeah. Yep, it totally is. And there's some great shit that they're doing oh, yeah. in there with their hips and their shoulders and their little heads. Yeah. There is a lot of the, like, fossey head bobbing going on throughout like, this whole thing. <laughs> and, and, and that little, like, uh, shuffle hip thing that he likes to mm-hmm. do where the, the yeah. feet are doing tiny movements and the hips are sort of ooching you along. Um and so that's all fun. Have you ever seen the uh, the Kristen Wiig thing from Saturday Night Live where it's like Liza Minnelli tries to turn off a lamp? <laughs> no. Okay, we'll have to watch that afterwards. Okay, we got to put that this in the is, show notes. This is what this makes me think of. Uh, anyway. So and Pippin's just enjoying the show and enjoying the show, and then it takes it keeps ramping up. There are definite moments that you hear in the music, and. The next thing is they bring out a big keyhole and he's looking through it and he's watching two women having dance sex with each other. And he's like, oh, oh, oh you got to see this. This is good. Uh, yeah, he crawls to the edge of the stage and like into the crowd almost. He's talking to the crowd like, see this? holy shit, this is so cool. And he's watching. He's like, yeah, that's hot. That's hot. <laughs> and then they bring him the hookah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then there's dudes that are also dancing with him. That's just a free for all, yeah. And uh, and then they're yeah they're lifting him up and different women are rolling underneath them mm. and he's getting a little confused. If and it wasn't obvious enough, yeah, <laughs> that's when they start just literally laying him on top of a line of women. They're also like dropping him, <laughs> yeah. like. 
That takes some trust, y'all. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, because it's not like they lower him onto them. They go up, and now you're down. And I was like, he's going to smack into one of those women. <laughs> well, they ha- they clearly have to pra- practice it a lot. So there's a there's a dude on each limb, mm-hmm. and they what they are doing is like, like almost like a parachute yeah. thing. Yes. Like, they're sort of lifting him up, and he, of course, is helping by pushing up. And then when they drop him, he's letting his arms go slack, mm-hmm. and they're making sure that they don't drop him. There's far enough back that when they drop him, he never goes lower than a certain point. So right. he, he doesn't ever touch the women, but he's dang But he gets close. very close. Yeah. <laughs> when I did this show, we did that choreography. It took some rehearsal. Oh, I bet. And I... <laughs> was not one of the women who rolled underneath. Yeah. I was just like, nah, I'm good. No, no thanks. Some or all no. of those people got very I was the first girl with the grapes on her bra. That was me. <laughs> I got to be that girl. Nice. And I got to sexy dance with a, with a lady. It was very, I liked that part. She had nice boobies. <laughs> Were they, were you two the ones that uh, being watched in the keyhole? Was it? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, when we did it, it wasn't just woman on woman. It was three different couples. Oh. Um, man, woman, woman, man, man, and hetero. So, like, you know, your full, right. you know, buffet. You know, pick your poison. A little bit of everything. Right. Um, also, there was the night. Oh, this was the worst. One of my worst stage experiences ever. So... All of that happens, and then there's a point where it goes percussive, and it's just eight beats on the drum, and that's what moves us into the next thing. Um, And the orchestra was actually backstage and watching on a monitor, so it wasn't like we could truly see each other to coordinate. And I was, it was me and two girls, and I was the front of our little triangle, and it was one, two, three, and we were supposed to go. And we're standing there, and the drums never played. And we're just standing there waiting. And I'm literally thinking, we could dance without the music, but the problem is there's no way for us to coordinate to ever get back with the music. Because the way the music worked, it was, I don't know if you, like, you're not going to know it now, listening to it once, but it was one of those things of, basically, you had about... 20 bars and then you'd have a check-in point of like oh we're off (laughs) like that was as we were learning the dance and be like okay and that musical cue is when we're doing this and so if we didn't all start at the same time it was all going to fall apart so i couldn't start until so i'm just standing there waiting for drums for a minute (laughs) it was forever i think i aged 20 years that in that one minute it was awful anyway that's my story about doing Pippin, which was a lot of fun to do, though. If you're going to do Pippin, do the chorus. I mean, yeah. Like it's, It looks like it'd be a lot of fun. Like, fuck being a lead. No, no, no the be- chorus looks like where all the fun is. Yeah, sure, chorus sure. is in every scene. Yeah. Also, the cor- chorus gets to do Glory yeah. and Morning Glow yeah. and War is a Science and the finale. Like, yeah, you want to be in the chorus. Super good. Uh, so, yeah, the you orgy. Sexy pirate, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and so by the end of the orgy, Pippin's just like, I can't even keep up. He's like literally spent. I said it. And he's on the floor and they're just dancing around him. And Ben Vereen comes out as the cop blowing the whistle. And there's like a sign. Yeah. And just like, Woo, this needs to calm down. And they take a great pose at the end. And then they're all coming up to Pippin like, let's do it again. And he's just like, God, leave me alone. And then the one dude walking off. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> One guy walking off as he basically shoes everyone off stage. Um, uh, Pippin's facing like stage right, and they all exit stage left, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter. He's facing the opposite direction of the way they're all walking off, and the and the last guy that walks by just like reaches back and grabs his ass as he's not looking, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And it's they, so great. And William Cat looks at him, and it's not offended or shocked. He's just looking at him like, "For fuck's sake!" Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, "We just talked about this." <laughs> I said I don't have anything else to give you right now. Jesus, I'm tired. Uh, and the guy just. Saunters off, just like whatever I'm saying. Um, what's after that? Is that um, on the right track? Well, because that's when he decides Just after that. Oh, no, no, no. He's going to murder his dad. Yeah. 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 No, after that, he's going to be a politician. Revolutionary. Revolutionary. Yeah. <sighs> that part is great. Yeah. Where I love the transition brings, end of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, brings up basically like a platform for him to stand on, like a stage uh, and a microphone. And then he's like, am I a politician? They, they lower a, um, what do you call it, like a boater yeah. Yeah. on him. And he's like, am I a politician? And, and then like, Ben Vereen like, takes it off. He's like, nope. And then he puts on like a... Like a Che Guevara hat. Yeah. yeah, essentially. And he's like, no, you're a revolutionary. <laughs> oh, Okay. And so uh, Pippin. Yeah, the symbolism is not subtle. <laughs> nope. Pippin, his father is um, oppressing people and he's going to do something about it. And he, and so this is where we get Fastrada's number. Yeah. Where she's like, Pippin is disloyal to you, my husband. Son, that's what sons do. Lewis is loyal. <laughs> Lewis is an asshole. Yeah, I love that line. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, so this is Fastrada basically plotting to get to make it easier for Pippin to kill Charlemagne because she'll come out ahead no matter what um, mm-hmm. with Lewis. So she's she arranges that they will be together in the same place alone so Pippin can kill him. And then she sings a little song about it. If we could all just spread a little sunshine. (laughs) All just lend a helping hand. And of course, when she says sunshine, it's two little hip thrusts. Mm -hmm. And she's facing front, so it's all about her vajayjay. That's her sunshine. If we could just spread some vajayjay. That's the sunshine. But then when she lends a helping hand at the end, she flips off the whole <laughs> yeah, audience yeah. at one point. And Lewis is literally her backup dancer because he is behind her for the first half, just adding yeah, I love that because her arms are just kind of out, kind of bent, and kind of just like flail, like not flailing, but like undulating. Yeah. There you go. That's a good word, undulating. And then he is basically about mid-torso on her doing the same thing and it's delightful and whatever move she's doing he's like either doing to the opposite side or he's echoing with Mm -hmm, her and it's like an extra pair of even longer arms just to add a little something something and he's just looking at her adoringly like an idiot and dancing around and then oh so then she sends him off and they lower down a crown Yes. And she's oh, dancing yeah. around, yeah, fossying around the stage as she's hip thrusting onto the crown and 
bopping her butt with the crown, and then at the very end, like, she's got it, she kicks and puts the crown over her leg, and then she's dancing around while holding the crown up, all the way up at the top of her thigh. Yeah, having put her leg all the way through it, like, yeah. Yeah, and then she lays down, puts her foot up, and spins the crown around (laughs) her leg. That part is fucking great. Yeah. Um, she's also just, just casually kicking above her head and like, <laughs> just like, what, what is? Just leaping. Here's the thing that is impressive to me is she's leaping and doing this stag leap while holding the crown up around yeah. her upper yeah. thigh. Yeah. It is so hard to leap without your arms involved <laughs> for stabilization and for right. lift. Right. And she's just basically leaping one handed. Like, I'm just going to do this because I got to hold this crown here. It's fine. I look good. Yeah. She's, che- I'm fucking Cheetah Rivera. What else am I going to do? <laughs> you're fucking Cheetah Rivera. You are. Holy shit. I'm in love with you. And then I love getting to watch her in the chorus at the end because she's just right by Pippin like, Oh, yeah. Come on. Come on. So this would have been... This performance would have been post-Chicago, right? Pre. Pre? For her? Pre-Chicago. Oh, this performance would have been post-Chicago, yes. Because that was the mid-70s, right? I apologize. Yes. Okay. Um, I was thinking in terms of the timeline of Fosse's work. So he did Pippin and Chicago. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This version. But But this recording was in 81. Would have been after. Would have been after after Chicago, yes. Um, Yeah. This was happening, uh, I think, right before. Either, I think while he was prepping for all that jazz. Okay. While he was in production for all that jazz. I'd have to double check the timing on that. Mm. But I'm pretty sure it's Fosse and he was on drugs. He was doing 10 things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was thinking more as far as Cheetah goes. Yeah. Yeah. So so he had done, he had done obviously Sweet Charity, the movie with her, Mm -hmm. loved her. Um, And she'd done some tours of his shows. And then he did, uh, he created Chicago for Gwen, it was a project Gwen always wanted to do, mm-hmm. and they could never get the rights. And obviously, um, he gave Cheetah the Velma role, and so the two of them on stage together. Can you even, even imagine? So you haven't seen Chicago, right? I have not. Yeah, yeah. When we get to it, just just picture Gwen fucking Verdon and Cheetah goddamn Rivera, and just be like, already, I yeah. want a time machine. So just bad. how different that character would be from what we're going to get in the movie. Anyway, we will yeah. talk about that in a, in a few movies. Yes. Um, um, so, uh, brief aside, this is, this property, Pippin, is where he met Anne Ranking. Okay. You don't know who that is? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. You're going to see her in all that jazz. Okay. Okay. Um, Anne Ranking became his third great muse. Okay. Um, okay. She, she was very similar. There were a lot of similarities between her and Gwen, and ultimately their relationship went the same way. Um, much like Gwen, she figured out that the best way to love him was as a friend because mm-hmm. you, you can't stay involved with him. So uh, at this point, he and Gwen, of course, they never divorced, and right. they they remained lifelong friends. So he had Gwen, he had his daughter, Nicole. He was still having the affair with Ilsa, who he met on Cabaret. He was also sleeping with Janice Lind, who was in, I believe, also in the cast of 
Pippin, and then he met Anne Ryan King when she auditioned, and he immediately asked her, like, when he called to offer her the part, before he offered her the part, he asked her out, and she went, no, I'm, you and I, that has to be separate from the show. And he's like, okay, you've got the part. And he was like, I was really impressed that you turned me down. <laughs> so it took a while, but eventually, yeah, they got together. <laughs> After the show opened, she was like, okay, it is, like, this is a different thing now. So, yes, let us have the sex, the sexy time. Let us have the sex. Um, you get to take the penis out. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess I get to take the penis out. Well, when he created Dancing, which mm-hmm. was his music, his dance review show, it was basically... A starring vehicle for Anne Ryan King. It okay. was a showcase for her. So um, that's a very important. This important point in Fosse's life is that he met Anne at this one. And what I was reading was, so here's this perfectionistic, antagonistic man with all these demons. But when people would audition for him, he would really, really do everything he could to try to make them succeed. Like, once he did sort of, like, the first pass of, like, there's there's no way. You don't, you're, you're nowhere right. near. But anybody who was even a possible, he, like, he would tell dancers in the middle of the combination, you don't have it yet, go work on, go work in the wings on it some more and, and try it again when you're, when you're a little bit more solid. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He would, um, and he had all these little things that he would do to try to get some sense of who they were as a person. Because especially with Pippin, each of the each of the chorus members is a specific character mm-hmm. that was based on what he wanted. So they weren't all moving in unison. Like you're going to be more like this. You're going to be more like this. Like a true cast of players. So he wanted to get to know them. Um, so he had all these little. It also feels like that's something like, are you somebody that I can shape, like, yeah. more than, are you just somebody that's going to come with natural talent, like, you don't have this thing, let's go see what happens, like, if you rehearsed it for a while, like, how are you going to kind of progress through a rehearsal, um, which is he, he had a <laughs> yeah. He had a very specific dance audition that he would do, he would make slight changes to it, but it was T for two, and it was something where he, he'd throw in odd syncopations and these other things and what he was watching was not just how well you did it but how because how well a trained dancer would adapt mm-hmm. to something that was going against everything they were told to do <laughs> right and how and how well they listened to the explanation of what they were they should do like did they do it like they thought it should be done or did they pay attention and do it right right so it was a way another way for him to start breaking down like how do you actually work and what do you actually do? Which is so interesting because, of course, on the other hand, he he had a boner for this one dancer who was ballet trained and would not give him the time of day. And he cast her, but then he would just be abusive to her in rehearsal because that was something that choreographers also did. Yeah. Too. It's pretty typical of... They're just going to pick on this one person, which I just I think that's an asshole thing to do. Oh no, it's but anyway, very much a thing. Yeah. But you know, what are you going to do? It's Bob Fosse. Um, ben Vereen had the same reaction to the script as John Rubenstein <laughs> during the first like, read through. Yeah, not crazy about it. The first cast read through, it describes him just sitting there being like, "Oh shit," <laughs> and looking at Fosse and Fosse just smiling back at him, and he's like. What do you know that I don't know? And Fosse came up to him after and he's like, Don't worry about it. 
Go look up uh, Bojangles Robinson. Go look him up. This is not what's going to be going on. <laughs> and, and sure enough, John Rubenstein was like, basically they took the show away from me and gave it to Ben Vereen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is a Ben Vereen's show. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I think, I mean, Pippin has more, probably has more time actually on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But who gives a shit, right? <laughs> like, you're just waiting, you're actually, most of the time he's on stage, you're just waiting for Ben Vereen to pop up from under a fucking table. Right. <laughs> With the Catherine scene. That's my favorite Ben Vereen. Oh, ever. he hates Catherine. <laughs> He touched my hand. They know he. No, none of them have ever touched my hand. Ugh, actresses. Oh, the bed. Yeah, where they're on the bed. <laughs> what did she say? Naggingly. That's what it's supposed to be said. Nag. Read the line. Naggingly. <laughs> God, fine. Um, so anyway, back to back to the plot. Uh, so such as it is, yeah. So he decides to kill his dad, and we got Spread a Little Sunshine, which was great. And then the next song is another gorgeous choral piece. Again, just a fucking beautiful piece of music, Morning Glow. Mm-hmm. And yep. that he kills his dad, and he sings like it's the dawning of a new day. And it's his, and he gets coronated. And the whole chorus sings, and it's gorgeous, and they have these candles. And then the moment it ends, they wait for the applause to end. They blow out the candles, and they go... Yay. <laughs> and that's what I fucking love about this show. It's that undercutting whenever they're like, hooray. Yeah. I'm like, see, that's hilarious. <laughs> Duda. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that part's great. Um, I don't know what I was going to say. Fuck it. <laughs> Very insightful. Way to go, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that. No, I mean, he, he kills his dad and, and uh, then things. This somehow is the most straightforward part of things. <laughs> well, it becomes, it's yeah, horribly I, edited. Like, they're cutting that. out, they're cutting out lines left and right. Mm-hmm. So it, it very well, I feel like that's around, that's this, it's around that time where it just, like, it co- goes, like, fades to black for, like, a weird like a few seconds and then when it comes back it's like yeah I mean there's just like no sense of time and it's clear this is what's uncomfortable now um, is he's trying to set up a socialist state Mm -hmm. right but because another country wants to attack well we and okay well then we need an army well we don't have any taxes to pay for an army uh, okay, landowners, I need you to, I need to actually raise, I need to actually do taxes. I said I wasn't, sorry about that. Well, I can't give you taxes if you don't give me land. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, land reform is canceled. Well, if land reform is canceled, then I'm not going to just work for free, not when you're given the poor free, poor handouts. Uh, you're right, uh, charity for the poor is canceled. So basically you watch him deconstruct a socialist state. Because he has to go to war, and I'm just like, mm, that's uncomfortable. I don't like. Wh- I don't like what you're saying. <laughs> that's there's a fallacy there, but I don't want to pick it apart right now because we're just going to move on with the plot, and that's fine. And then eventually, Pippin's like, I don't want this job anymore. <laughs> well, what do you want, baby? I want my dad to take it back. Okay, and Charlemagne jumps up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He comes back to life. 
And Pippin says, sorry. And his dad says, just don't let it happen again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And walks off. Well, first he gives him, so he's been wearing this um, cape. Yeah, you know, your, your robes. Robe, there you go, that's what I was looking for. He's been, uh, first Charlemagne was wearing it, the end of uh, Morning Glory, that's what it's called, right? Morning Glow. Morning Glow. Uh, they put the uh, robe on him and then lower the crown onto his head, and that's a really great moment when Ben Vereen just, like, pushes it down over his entire face. <laughs> well, because it's yeah. too big and it yeah, just yeah. floops down <laughs> over his face. Um, and then, so he hands, he hands uh, the robe back, and um, Charlemagne is holding the knife that Pippin stabbed him with, and he points at the crown, <laughs> and Pippin takes the crown off and just puts it over the knife. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love that moment so I'm much. I'm sorry, Father. Just don't let it happen again. <laughs> and he leaves. Hilarity. Hilarity. And so Pippin's like, well, shit, nothing's working out. And then they sing on the right track. Oh, we, there was a song that we skipped way back when, Simple Joys, before he went to Grandma's, which is a solo for Ben Vereen. And again, how many solos does Ben Vereen get? All of them. Like, <laughs> the best ones. Yeah. Pippin doesn't actually get that many. Um, he doesn't need them. But Simple Joys is a fun little... He's dancing around, and that's with the magnif- oh, man yeah. with the magnificent thighs. And the, and the, the acoustic guitar. guitar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we skipped that one. It's a... It's just... Uh, well, we talked about his thighs. That's really the important thing. Right. It's, it's this jaunty song, but the refrain is like, he's not going to be happy not till the day he dies. Yeah. And I'm like, really? That's what we're going to say right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so then now it's the duet. Be- I think it's the only duet the two have with the Pippin and the player, which is on the right track, where the player's like, no, dude, you're doing fine. You're on the right track. Just keep going. You're right. You're right. I'll just keep going. And he, he tries being an artist. He tries being a clergyman. He tries this until finally he just throws a tantrum <laughs> and lays down and gives up. Enter Catherine. She sees his foot. Yeah. I kind of love that. I kind of love that when she falls in love with this, the arch of his foot, and that's what distracts her. And like, Yes. <laughs> Weirder things have happened in life. I was once in attracted to a show, man yeah. for his wrist. He had a very sexy wrist. It's a thing. Okay. <laughs> Just going to glide right past that. Uh, so You've she, never she been brings... attracted to a randomly strange body part? I don't think so, no. That's a lie. I'm just going to say it. It's a okay. lie. You're just not wanting to be open and honest. It's fine. Sure, the yes. Things you being attracted to a man's, particularly a man's wrist, seems <laughs> to <laughs> a little close to home, it sounds like. Uh, so anyway, we, she takes him back to her farmhouse. He's in bed. And, and in comes the kid, the shitty kid. With yeah. With his shitty duck. <laughs> well, wait, is that before or after the song? I think that's after the song. Average, ordinary, kind of woman. Like, she starts to sing, and then the three women pop out with their halos and go, la, 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 and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah, I think that's that's first, yeah. Yeah, Probably. so she sings her little solo, and she's singing how she's just an ordinary, perfect woman. Yeah. Just your or average ideal, and more and more chorus come out until they're, they're, pink, they're shooting little Cupid's right. bows and tossing rose petals and... Yeah, those rose petals stay for the rest of the show too. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. It's a really goofy number, and he's just like, and she's like, well, shit, that was my best number. 
Right. And then we meet Theo the kid with his duck and... Um, Whatever happened to the duck? That's one of the parts they cut. Oh. There is a... I was like, because it just doesn't show yeah, that. Yeah, like, it's just that one. Like, do they There's a point out? where the duck dies and... Um, Theo asks Pippin to help him bury it, and Pippin sings, like, a lament for the duck, a cute, short little thing. But it's a moment where that the two share... For them that, to connect. Yeah, yeah. To make that relationship more real, which right. is important if the ending's going to stick. Right. Um, but they cut that. Oh, okay. That's and good. they also, when, when Pippin eventually leaves Catherine... Definitely want to cut major emotional beats when you're trying to... <laughs> uh, Catherine sings a song, I Guess I'll Miss the Man that they also cut. So cool. those are the big things that just like deleted. Good decisions. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? So Pippin, so Pippin and Catherine are sharing a moment and this is where the leading player yells at her. First he yelled at her because she missed her cue. Yes. When he first introduces <laughs> <Yeah>. her, <laughs> he's like, where is she? Get her. And she comes out. I'm sorry. I couldn't get my eyelash on. Jesus. Actress. Couldn't get my eyelash on. And then my zipper got stuck. And then and she's not, she's carrying her shoes in her hand. <laughs> <laughs> Just say the line. And so she and Pippin are talking and Pippin touches her hand and she delivers the next line. And the leading player comes out like, what the shit? <laughs> say it right. You're supposed to be nagging him. Ah, uh, but, but, they don't normally touch my hand. And that's another conceit is that this is a show that they present. And they even say at the beginning, he's a little nervous. It's his first time playing the role. Yes. Yep. Which, of course, when you get to the end, you understand it's everybody's first time playing the role. <laughs> because if all goes well, they burn themselves alive. Right. <laughs> what? Spoiler alert. Um, and she's like, wait, they don't normally touch my hand. It, it, it confused me. Doesn't matter. So Pippin is living life on the farm. Until finally she kisses him. And he's like, oh, wait, I like kissing. Yeah. And then they go Women. They go back to the bed, and this is one of my favorite gags. This is a good one. Yeah, it's yeah, good. The two crawl into bed, and then two dancers, one male and female, pop out from the side. Wearing almost nothing. <laughs> like little skimpy things. And it's this almost bolero music, mm -hmm. you know, very thrummy and... And uh, da 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 with this beat, and they're sort of kind of stomping their foot and doing little like grindy motions and touching themselves, and then they're like, Yes, and they're making little noises, Yes, yes. And then the woman runs across the stage to the man and leaps at him, and they crash yeah. into each other and mm -hmm. fall asleep. Does to the not ground. catch her, or at least not gracefully. And then Catherine and Pippin sit up in bed. I am so sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's my fault. No, it's really mine. We could try again. We could try again. Yes. They lay back down. The music starts. The two dancers run back to their original positions. Do over. Thrusting. Fondling. Yes, yes. She runs. And this time, he catches her. Ta-da! And now Pippin and Catherine are in love. I love that gag. It's great, yeah. Like, it's good. what a great way. I mean, it's not subtle, but it's a fun... Euphemism. It's as subtle as anything else. I was going to say, <laughs> it fits right in. With yeah. I will say, else in this show. it's not the two of them actually together grinding body parts. Right. So, sure. I mean, it's somewhat tasteful. Yes. Yeah. Tasteful in quotes. How about right. that? It's bossy tasteful. <laughs> nah. 
um, they sing, oh, and this is a fun little thing, Ben Vereen's like, um, suddenly a love song happens. Yeah, love song is great. <laughs> and they sing a cute little love song to each other that's actually very sweet. And then Catherine's like, now that you're here, sit at the head of the table, and Pippin's like, ah. Uh, uh, oh, shit. I'm out. Yeah. Like, no, I do not. I, I do not want to spend my days doing yeah, the same doing thing. Doing ordinary things. Yeah, because they've the already th- shown one thing we sk- we did skip over. The, they, oh, they're doing he's the saying his extraordinary song That's before the love song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, where they're doing, he's out working with the two field hands, and they're doing like the little shuffle as they're like sowing the seeds. And then he just like pours his bag into the <laughs> other bag, and he's like, go ahead. And uh, Catherine? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, when he first started, he like didn't like it or whatever. And she's like, but after a while, he still hated it. <laughs> yeah, he was never going to like this. And he sings this song like, if you're extraordinary, you've got to do extraordinary things. This is not the life for me. But then they fall in love. So he's been there for a while, and he's happy. But then when she's like, here, sit at the head of the table and stay with us, he's like, no, I don't want to do the same thing every day. And she's a great line. You don't want to do the same thing every night? <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> and so he runs away, and he's like, I just want to be happy. I want, and he keeps singing, rivers belong where they can ramble. And so. <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered that the, the table scene is where she says, oh. and all, all you've been here however long, and a lot of water has run under the dam, and that's where Ben Vereen pops up from under the table, and he's like... Like, it's been, like, a, a minutes where they've been in the scene. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Just no idea that he's down yeah, there. Yeah, and he just, like, pops up, and he's like, water goes over a dam. <laughs> over. I'm, I'm sorry. I just got confused. Ugh. <laughs> Get it right. And he doesn't pop up. He yeah. slowly rises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is even better because he's just looking at her like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. All the things I have to put up with. Um, and so Pippin's like, none of none of it worked out. And so, and, and this is where Ben Vereen, who's been hinting at it the entire time, is like, you're right. You're right. Oh, wait, there is one thing you could do. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a fucking weird turn. <laughs> like you're, yeah. right, you're right. It's you it hasn't been satisfying. Nothing's worked out. That's got to be tough for you. Wait, there's something you could do. Like if what you're wanting is something brilliant to give your life meaning, you could set yourself on fire and die. <laughs> yeah. Cuz we'd love that. What? And then the whole finale is just them singing, like, think about the sun. You could be like the sun. You could burn as bright as the sun. And that could be a thing that you're doing. And it gets very, again, orgiastic. Our third orgy of the evening. Yeah, it's really weird because he's like, first they're just talking about the big finale. The finale. The finale. And then they bring out, they, they roll out this... Vagina box. <laughs> um, and that has wings on it. I'm going to say reg- vagina box is redundant. Yeah, well, you're not wrong. Um, and you see... Come on, high five. And there's yeah, someone... Uh, well, and he tells them at one point, like, to go in the box. And I was like, hey. Um, one guy... One of the players, uh, one of the chorus members goes into the box Big flame goes up, and then he comes out the back, and that's when uh, Pippin says, like, 
all of this just for a trick, and that's when you get like the real dark turn where he's just like, when you go in, it won't be a trick. <laughs> he comes up and he says it real quiet and yeah. serious, but it won't be a trick when you do it. Yeah. What? Yeah. Whoa, hold up. No. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, why? And he's got that great line of, if this doesn't work out for me, it's going to be hard for me to try anything else. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it gets all the way through it, and Pippin's about to walk in until finally he just, no. No. Um, I thought I wanted, um, if, I'm not connecting to, if I'm not connected to anything, I'll never be free. And, that, and so Catherine and Theo come out at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the main theme is like, we have to make these connections. And they, he takes their hand and they stand there and the leading player loses his shit. <laughs> yeah. What? No. No, fine. You, you think you want this? Fine. See how much you like it with no sets and no lights. No makeup. No costumes. Fine, take their makeup and their costumes off. Look, she's got a mole. She's not perfect. <laughs> and, the, and the music's still playing. The music's still playing. Well, I love it. Yeah, like it's slowly just like pieces of the orchestra drop out. Well, first, but first, before the orchestra drops out, he's like, wait, do any of you lovely yeah. people? Surely yeah. some extraordinary person is here in the audience. Maybe you want to give your life meaning? And all of the chorus are just like, please, 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 yeah. please, please. Begging and pleading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until finally he's like, fine, never mind. That's it. We're done. We're leaving. Turn off all the lights. All the lights. How are you going to sing without any music? And he's like, take out the music. And there's still... What does he yell at the piano player? (laughs) There's still the little diggity-diggity-diggity-diggity on the keyboard. And he comes back to the keyboard. That keyboard better stop. (laughs) (laughs) And that's not exactly what he says. No, I forget forget what he says. uh, He says it's something like, take your damn hands off. That's that's it. Take your damn hands off that keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) You try singing without any music. And so, of course, William Cat sings. Um, and he sings very lovely. And then Catherine says, do you feel like you compromised? No. Do you feel like a coward? No. How do you feel? Trapped. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, which is not too bad for the ending of a musical comedy. And he... They raise their hand, ta-da, and they take a bow, and that's the end of the show. Except. This is where the biggest fight with Schwartz came in. When they did it in out-of-town tryouts in Washington, D.C., the line was, how do you feel? Trapped. But happy. Which is not too bad for the ending of a musical comedy. And it makes more sense. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. When they went to New York... Fosse started freaking out about the critics when they when they moved the show to New York to open, mm-hmm. and he started darkening things, making things more cynical, and he took that line out because he's like, it's too sentimental, it's bullshit. No, it's too sentimental, it's bullshit. And Schwartz was like, no, it's perfect. And in fact, it played like gangbusters in D.C., and on opening night... The crowd was just like, "What? I don't get it." Yeah, because <laughs> it—it's supposed to be bittersweet, like. Yeah. Yeah. It's if you just go trapped, it's like, well, that's that grim. sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, because the whole point is that's all of us. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. like 
I'm happy. I like my life. Do I also wish I could go traipse around the world and do God knows what? Sure. But would I give up what I have to do it? Obviously not. Get ridden by a girl in a cowboy hat and pom-pom legs? Yeah. Who wouldn't? (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is a no-brainer, guys. (laughs) By the way, pom-pom legs. On my list of fashion dudes. <laughs> but just one leg, though. Just yeah. the one leg. Just pom-poms and only down the side. Little pom-pom, yeah. pom, like right on the and seat. And like not even like matching sizes or... No, mm-hmm. just, just some pom-poms. Perfect. They're perfect. I want them. I do. Except I would want them on both legs so I could... So when I walked, I could get like both sides going. Floof, 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 floof. Floof, floof. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so that we, makes Yeah, that makes way more sense. So this is the Fosse ending. When they did the revival in 2013, there's now the Theo ending, which is a new ending, where um, he says trapped but happy. They put that line back in. And then then it shifts and Theo sings um, the beginning of Corner of the Sky. And the players come back in and start singing Magic to Do. And it so it becomes like a cycle oh, kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. That's really cool. Yeah. Also, the 2013 revival, a woman playing the leading player. Oh, really? Yeah. There's no reason the leading player no. has to be made. Yeah, absolutely not. I, yeah. What I would love, because I didn't get to see that version, I want to know, do you actually play up that it's a woman? Or do you play it androgynous? Because... There could be some sexual tension between Pippin and the leading player. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so my big question is, who is doing productions of this? <laughs> it's, it's not like high school's doing this, No, right? high school's do it. Really? Yeah. That seems... They make changes. <laughs> they have to make big changes. They make changes. Like just a few changes or like, you know, the whole thing? I wrote that question down, I think, before the orgy, too. <laughs> I think it was during the uh, the war. Uh, war is a science? Or the glory? Glory. I think it was during glory. Because glory is a really dark, but also like, it was probably while Ben Vereen, ben Vereen was just like, what did we say? Something thrusting? <laughs> I don't remember now. Shit. We'll have, to, we'll have to play it back. Uh, but yeah, while he's... Insert clip. While he's doing the thrusting, hopefully... Yes, let's save this real quick. Okay. What? Now I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm... I can't remember what kind of thrusting it was. Grinding? There's something... Thrust, thrusting, grinding? Grinding, thrusting? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Because um, I'll just put the clip in. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. So I would say the top three musicals when people consider uh, doing a Fosse musical are Cabaret Chicago and Pippin. But weirdly, when people talk about doing Fosse choreography, they talk about doing Pippin. Well, that makes sense. Pippin is... In terms of doing a Fosse show, Pippin is the one that is the touchstone for you're going to do it with the original Fosse choreography or as close as you can manage. You're going to do the Fosse stylings. And so when people want to explore the Fosse style, they do Pippin because um, 
the other two are easier, like they're they're more generalized. They're still very fossy in their tone. And of course, uh, Cabaret has got some fossy, like with mine hair and everything else. But you can still do those numbers in different ways and they still work. Mm-hmm. But Pippin is... Relies on I was so gonna say, much it's of that. It's kind of like a culmination of like everything that is fossy in a way that the other yeah. two don't have to also have. The, Dance is important to the story too. Yeah. Like a lot of the story is told through them just gyrating on each other. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, when people talk about doing Fosse, Pippin is what they want to do, and so Pippin gets done just as much as the other two. That's wild to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's a. Weird I, well, I remember show. you saying that, and then but knowing nothing about it, and having now having seen it, yeah, it's. It's wild that that's the one that gets... Um, when high schools do it, they make changes. When colleges do it, they, of course, just lean yeah. right in our like, oh, look yeah. at how daring we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I fucking love this show. I think it's bonkers. It's got... Because I love absurdist theater, too, and it's mm-hmm. got that touch of the absurd of that that existential dread that the only thing you can do is make fun of it. Yeah. Um, like, you, you've got to acknowledge it, but there's not, but you don't have a choice. It's either that or kill yourself. And, of course, Bob Fosse is like, but what if I did kill myself? <laughs> <laughs> Bob, seriously. The, the thing is, I'm as I'm going back through and touching back through his biography is Everybody knew he was taking drugs, but because of the time period, because the drugs were new, because people didn't really see it in the same way, that part of me is like, if we, uh, if he had been in this drug culture now, where people believe in interventions and getting supports, because he was going to a therapist, but I don't think the therapist was really trying to get to the problem of like, you've got suicidal ideation hard and that's not healthy. Yeah, but I need it for my art. No, you (laughs) don't. Right. Like you do not need all this to make good art. Fosse was convinced he needed to be tortured to be making good art. And that's bullshit. I don't subscribe to that mentality at all. Um, Lin-Manuel's a happy fucking glowing angel and he's made great shit happen. So that's bullshit. Um, but what if he had had somebody who could have gotten him to treatment and maybe gotten him off of all the goddamn amphetamines? Then again, we never would have gotten Cabaret Liza with a Z and Pippin all in the same year without (laughs) some serious chemical help. Yeah. So yeah. Sorry, I've mostly talked for this one, but no, sorry. This, this is my baby. So uh, it, it hit us with all that good knowledge. <laughs> I also love. It. I mean, as a fan of anything like surreal and absurdist and just plain weird, like this was a this was a good one for me. It's just <laughs> such a fucking ride, like just bananas. Like knowing nothing, I, I it was I I wish that I could have seen some of the dances better. Yeah, know, but. You will get I love going I love going in blind. You will get to because um, when we watch Fosse, mm. they take some of the dances. Perfect. So you'll get to see them restaged. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, well, I very much enjoyed it. Good. Uh, any final thoughts before we talk about our favorite numbers? 
No, we should probably get to that. I think we covered it. <laughs> what is another two-parter? What? For sure. <laughs> That's us talking about these later ones. There's just so much going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, favorite They're very number? dense, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Fossil. Also, when I get home before it starts pouring down. Also that. Yeah. <laughs> favorite number, then? Uh, favorite number with you. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. you're going for the orgy. The orgy scene is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> okay. I do, I mean, I, I there's other ones that I like, like um, what, Magic. Magic so, to do? Magic to do is great, but yeah. The orgy one is just all the Fosse, all just thrown in your face all at once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thrown in your face. I mean, I agree, and I think Fosse's that, putting his junk in your face. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> I'd like to see the Manson one you know, I'd like the to actually glory. be able to see yeah. it without it being superimposed the way it was for this one. Agreed. And I, if I could, I think that would probably be my favorite. Just being able to like take like take it in like full scope. That's a real surreal number. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I mean any of the orgy numbers, but particularly <laughs> with, you. with you. I'm going for glory. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean you yeah, that. that yeah. I mean, you knew that. I just. <laughs> Please thrust at me some more, Mr. Vereen, <laughs> in your shiny black pants. It's be, oh, well, so shiny. For you, it's that, and it's the guy on the spear. Like, those yes. are the two things. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, and I love when um, they're on their knees at the end, shouted out to the highest, and they're slowly inching yeah. down the stage. Mm-hmm. It's very vaudevillian. I just, yeah. I love the aesthetic of that so much, and it's so fucked up creepy and yet entertaining which is exactly the point like everything's entertainment like that was Fosse's big thing is nothing is real because it's all just there as entertainment and distraction even death even death is an entertainment and a distraction Mm. (laughs) oh Fosse you needed you needed some good cheesecake you needed something (laughs) to hold on to to believe in but he had all those methamphetamines. <laughs> you are not wrong. We all know sad people don't just gorge on bad food or anything. Shut up. <laughs> Do not judge my Hawaiian roll problem. That wasn't directed solely at you. <laughs> I, I know it wasn't. And I didn't eat the Hawaiian rolls because I was sad. I ate them because I just didn't stop. <laughs> all right. So that was Pippin. Yeah. Um, Next week will be... Uh, next week should be all that jazz. All, all that jazz. Yeah. No, okay. right? No, it's Chicago next. Oh, okay. It'd be oh, that's Chicago right. Next. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll double check that. I no. That. I oh that. my god! I knew I was forgetting. No, next week, the Little Prince. We get Fosse's final Ooh. performance oh, okay. on film. Okay. Yeah, we get to see Fosse as the snake. So, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's a short performance, but I will watch a whole movie just for that. For oh, sure. sure. Also, it's a great movie. So, yeah, Little Prince next week. Great. So, listeners, this has been a Real Education Musical. Working our way through the Fosse Apocalypse. And I have been one of your hosts, Wendy, joined as always by. I'm Vinny. And I'm Mike. And we will talk to you next week. Never. Magic to do. Just for you. We hope you enjoyed our film fixation. We'll see you next time on a real.